I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live tonight. Uh, we do so every night from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. That's Pacific time. Radio stations across the country airing us. I'd like to thank all the program directors that are airing this program. And for those of you that we've been talking to, I'd like to say hello again to you. Ron's been talking to a lot of the program directors out there, and I'm very happy to say that... Uh, there are many of them out there that deserve your applause, your thanks, your patronage to all of the, uh, the sponsors. Please do that. Also, to support the program, we really would encourage you to uh, go to aftermath.media and subscribe. Keep the shows going. Keep them uh, alive because it does. It keeps us lit. And several other networks and affiliates online, such as TalkStreamLive.com, they keep us lit with several radio stations and links across the country. There are other places that are also wanting to become an affiliate online. So we're, you know, we're growing and it's good that we're growing because more and more people are going to hear what we have to say. And hopefully, you know, an honest look at things uh, may be uncomfortable for some, but for others, it's enlightening. And uh, I had uh, an entire weekend to think about what really is threatening us. And today I'm realizing that the clouds are rolling in fast because I paid $5 for a gallon of gas. I can't believe it. $5 for a gallon of gas. And and I know this is a setback. It's a setback for everybody financially. But I really don't think we need to lose sight as to what the threats are and what threats are coming. I mean, the real threat is unfortunately even broader in scope and threatens not only the lives of Ukrainians with chaos and the miseries of the war uh, and the even greater war that threatens everyone. No society could be immune to a power that finds comfort in dividing everyone else to make itself feel strong. What it needs to be called really is a threat to global unity, the real global unity, not the kind that's given to you with the new world order. I mean, no one will contest that the end of the cold war at the end of the cold war, the United States set about creating what is called the new world order. Uh, that's to use the words of President George Herbert Walker Bush. But that was when we were on top of the game, okay? And we're not anymore. America has lost its exceptionality, the idea of being exceptional. It's it's no longer exceptional. Um, and I, it hurts because, you know, when you're a patriot, when you believe in a country, like many of us do, and many of us still believe in that, the agreeable nostalgia that we grasp for every time we see something horrible go down. We need to come to grips with the idea that maybe that nostalgia is long gone, that the good old days are not here, but we have to make do with what we have. And as much as we hate to say this, the new normal is here, but the new normal is actually the new order. It's a threat to global unity. The new order really is It's a threat to global unity, even though it's, they want certain global unity. It's a threat to the real global unity. That means we're all sovereign and happy and free. So-called new world order for all the enemies it has attracted could have been a good thing if it was done the right way. And we all know how that is. For those of us that are religious, we know that precepts that are based on true things that we find in our religious texts 
those things that we had based a lot of our Constitution on, and the Bill of Rights and a number of things, the idea of having respect and dignity for the Creator and knowing that all people under the eyes of the Creator are created equal. Equality was something we strive for. And even though at the time everything was put together in times of slavery, we eventually lifted the chains of slavery and we moved forward. And hopefully we were hoping that we could work out the differences. But now with all the progress we've made, the differences are back because we're told they're back. And many people are taking advantage of this. The concept of uniting the whole world in a single global society has always been the dream of professional progressives. The thing that John Lennon's imagined is a is the national anthem for unity. It's actually a communist manifesto sent to music. Those, those of course, are the words of John Lennon, not me. It was the communist manifesto sent to music. But what is this world order? We've forgotten about what the new world order is, apparently, because if I speak about the new world order, if I speak about the reality of the puzzle pieces and the chess and the chess pieces and the, and, and the other pieces being moved together for this world order, that immediately people tend to mistakenly think that you're supporting the Russian oligarchy or the, or, or the Russian encroachment, which is nothing. It's not true. There's more to this than just one country or two countries or, you know, it's, it's a number of countries. This is why people are worried about World War III because it's about a number of countries. I mean, the world order from the Cold War, what, what, 40 years of the Cold War, from the Cold War on, we realize that the new world order is an empire that is interested in inciting discord and sectarianism even within foreign states and societies than building a global consensus-based society. never was about consensus-based societies. It's about one rule, one person to rule over you. I mean, it's a repetition of the old maxim of divide and rule, the strategy of ancient kings and emperors, a monarchy, a religious-based monarchy, much like a pope, a king, or a queen, or in this case, the prince of darkness, which would be the Antichrist, of course. But that doesn't seem to strike a chord with those who see the new Roman Empire on the horizon being led by a charismatic leader. We all are going to be encouraged to be part of the blood cement between our new leaders and those who tell us how to think. We will be the supporters of what can be seen as the new Caesarism. From Syria to Ukraine, the global policy consists of incitement to civil war, thereby retarding human development. The incitement of civil war at home can lead to domestic terrorism and the threat of assassinations of those who are in power. That's what a decapitation exercise is, something that many people have dreaded and many people worried would happen on January 6th, but it didn't. It's like uh, the remin- reminiscent, uh, it's reminiscent of the uh, story of Caesar in the Ides of March, Julius Caesar, the play by Shakespeare. It's like, they had, I mean, these days are coming. The Ides of March are coming. And so what happens after the Ides? Well, the ritual of bloodshed, for sure. We always seem to have it in the springtime from the end of the Ides until the middle of April. I hope you're all prepared for it because this is going to get nasty. It seems, it appears now that it's nasty. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero and we'll be back.
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.